everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Therapy. I'm your host, Rosemary Burns. Thank you so much for joining me again. Um, so let's see what's been going on. A whole lot has actually happened over the past weekend um, with the passing of um, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, may she rest in peace and thank her sincerely for all of her years of service. Um, so that's the main current event that's been going on. Um, and so I know last time when I finished, um, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next time. And so I would actually like to thank my husband for helping me come up with, um, inadvertently helped me come up with my topic for this week, um, which is all about awareness. So, and not what you think. So I'm not talking about like suicide prevention awareness or anything like that. I'm talking about backing up um, because I know that mm, probably my first episode, well, no, not first episode because first episode started out all because of COVID-19. Um, but once I actually started into the let's talk therapy, that was not about COVID. It was all about, okay, well, how, you know, how do you find a therapist? Well, then it dawned on me, how do you know when you actually need to go to therapy? So let me tell you this little story about what happened on the weekend and how this, um, how this topic came about. I was, uh, let's see, beautiful, beautiful weather. And so I was out working in the garden, uh, decorating for fall because I love fall. It's my favorite, favorite season. Um, and so just, just wanting to decorate getting flowers out there. And um, let's see, we have a, a sign that actually says happy fall that we put up in our front garden. And so my husband was helping me with that. Well, so finished that and I was just sitting in, in the chair and he was in front of me, he was sitting at um, his desk. And I was like, I need to think of what I want to, um, what I want to talk about in my next podcast. And I was like, what do you think? And he's like, I don't know. I have no idea. And um, I guess I'm maybe I crossed my legs or something. And he looked, and he's like, oh my gosh. And I was like, what? And he's like, you have a scratch on your leg. And he showed me where I had about, let's see, oh, a little over an inch scratch on my leg. I had no idea it was there. And, it, and um, obviously, well, maybe not obviously, um, it wasn't really bleeding. Um, but, you know, definitely had the skin broken a little bit. I was like, huh, I didn't even know I had that. I'm like, I wonder where I got that. I mean, of course, I was busy out in the garden stuff. Could have scratched it on a tree or shrub or whatever. Um, but the point is, I had no idea that I even had this little this little scratch. Kudos to my husband, which was so sweet. He went and got like peroxide and cleaned it just to be safe and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so that was very interesting. Had no idea that I had it. So I was like, huh. That would be actually a really great topic to talk about for the podcast. That also being said, let me add that um, while I was decorating this one, I actually did notice I pinched my finger in um, when I was closing a ladder, a step ladder that I, that I was use, using to put up uh, fall wreaths and things like that. So and that one I noticed like straight away. Kind of interesting how um, little, little scrapes, little pinches um, some of them you're, you're aware of and some of them is like, nope. Um, have, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever like kind of um, gone through your day and then all of a sudden look and maybe you have like a little cut or, oh, especially paper cuts uh, or little, little, I don't know, bumps or something like that, that you're like, I have no idea where that came from. What did I do? Um, 
I know a few weeks back, I, I remember, I specifically remember like I hit my arm on, on something and I was like, I know that's going to leave me a bruise. I know it is. So um, that's what I'm talking about when, when I'm talking about awareness. How do you even know? Now, I was just talking about physical stuff, you know, little scratch, scr scratches, scrapes, that kind of thing. But what about mental health issues? What about things that you might want to go see a therapist for? How do you even know? How can you go get help for yourself if you're not even aware that you need it? Hmm. So I thought about that. And like I said, thank you very much to my husband for helping me come up with that topic. Um, sometimes topics just come in the, the fun, the most fun little, little ways. Um, so let's start with identifying or defining what awareness actually means or what to be aware of something means. Um, so again, I Googled um, like Google dictionary or something like that on my phone. I said, let's get the definition for aware. And what I found is it means having knowledge or perception of a situation or fact. I will say that again, having knowledge or perception of a situation or fact. So the interesting thing is well, okay, how does, what does that look like in the day, in someone's day to day? Because if they're not aware that there's a problem, how are they ever going to know that um, there's a need for change? So need for change, that made me go down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Um, not really a rabbit hole, but kind of. So back when I was in um, grad school, I took this class and it was called health psychology because I was big into bio behavioral health. I really, um, really interested in that kind of um, those kind of topics. And we learned about the stages of change model. That is a theory that um, was developed by um, I'm not going to remember their first names um, because I just don't. And I didn't really look look this up because I learned it 20 years ago. Um, but the researchers are Prochaska and DiClemente. Those are, they're the researchers that developed the stages of change model. And we don't really need to go through each of the stages, but just knowing that one of the stages is called the pre-contemplation stage. And that's pretty much where whatever the issue is, whether it's, you know, um, wanting to eat healthier or maybe it is um, wanting to exercise more or go to bed earlier, whatever it is. Pre-contemplation is essentially when you don't even know that you don't even realize that there's something that needs to be changed. So it, it pretty much happens prior to awareness. So you're just going about your day to day and just living your life, however you're living your life. And you don't even realize that there's something that needs to be changed. This can happen all the time. Well, let me take that back. Not all the time. This can happen often in families because here's the thing with families. I know I've mentioned this before. When you grow up in a family from childhood, you think that everything that goes on in a family is normal and don't really question things until you get older. So as a child, you kind of just, get, again, do your day-to-day -day and, and live your life. And it may not be until you're, um, you know, um, until you're an adult, 
till you realize there might be something wrong there. I'll give you an example. So this is a totally different class when I was in grad school, but we were learning a technique called family sculpting. And um, it's basically where you actually have she well, our professor actually took volunteers from the class and they played. I, I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> but they actually played um, like members of a family. And so I was pretending to be the client. So so they were sculpting my family and my family that I was like or she was asking questions. OK, so where would your dad be? And, and uh, my family is still all alive. I have two brothers and my two parents and, um, and they are all still alive and they definitely were alive at this time. So, um, they're like, okay, where would your dad be normally? I'm like, okay, well, normally on a day day, if he, you know, wasn't out working, um, like going to appointments cause he sold insurance. So sometimes his schedule was a little weird. Um, well, weird in, in my sense of the word. So he didn't always work like nine to five. He might ha have had an appointment like at six or something to go meet with some people. Anyway, um, so where would he normally be like on, on a normal day to day more often than not? And my answer was, OK, he's usually down the basement because um, where we live, we have basements. So down the basement, usually watching sports on TV. That's what he liked to do. Um and then, okay, where's your mom? And my mom doesn't really like sports very much. So she was usually up in the other room. Um, this is after dinner, um, watching a movie because she liked movies. Okay. And where were your brothers? Well, my oldest brother was most likely upstairs. Um, like this is before he would go, he went to college and stuff. He would be playing his guitar. That's what he normally liked to do. And the middle brother maybe was watching TV with me and my mother. And so I was usually watching movies with my mom. Um, and so we kind of, so long story short, we sculpted all that of where everybody was. And, you know, the professor was like, okay, well, let's look at like where this, you know, may be, where there may be issues and stuff like that. Cause in my world, I didn't think there were any issues. Um, she's like, well, how come, somebody is down here all by themselves or this person's up here all by themselves. And, and let me say, I really don't think she was looking for like to pick a part. That wasn't the, the reason for showing this. It was actually to show you how to do it. But I never even thought that my dad being downstairs watching sports, my mom being upstairs watching movies was ever abnormal. Um, I still don't think it's abnormal because again, there wasn't like fighting or anything. That was just my dad likes sports. My mom doesn't like sports. So why would you watch something that you didn't want to watch? Um, and it's not like we couldn't go downstairs and watch sports. We could if we wanted to. And it's not like he couldn't come upstairs and watch a movie if he wanted to. Sometimes that happened. Anyway, so that's what I'm getting at is things that you may think from a family, um, from when you're growing up in a family that totally take for granted, absolutely think is normal. Um, but there are instances where things are not normal. Um, and you know, there's all different kinds and, and for the purpose of this podcast, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into all of those. Um, but let's use this one cause it's a fairly simple one that most people can wrap their heads around. So, um, maybe a child grew up in a home where there was an alcoholic and we'll even call the alcoholic a functional alcoholic. So that means they, um, can go to work. They can pretty much function at work. There's no major negative consequences from going, um, 
at going to work, um, at least not yet. But every time they come home, whatever the, whichever parent you want to pretend, um, they're drinking five cans of beer every night. So we'll we'll just say that. Well, that kid will assume that that's just normal. Now, I'm not saying, again, anything necessarily bad is happening, but not until that kid grows up and someone's like, whoa, that, you know, that's a lot to drink in one night every night. Well, they actually question that there was something necessarily not normal about that. So that's what I'm talking about. So how do you know if there's actually an issue? How do you raise your awareness into if something's wrong that you should try and see somebody go, go to a therapist or talk to a pastor or a preacher, somebody talk to a friend, um, something like that to try and get help. Well, let me give you some, um, warning signs or red flags that you might want to think about. If some of these things are happening to you, then it might be time to remember, well, go back and listen to the original podcasts that say, okay, this is how you find a therapist. Um, okay. So, if people around you keep mentioning things, that is a, a nice little red flag. So maybe they keep saying something like, man, you look so tired or you look like you don't have any energy. And I'm not saying again that this is happening only once. This is happening time and time again. So they are consistently noticing, man, you look tired, you look wore out. And so it, it sparks conversation. Are you sleeping okay? If you're not sleeping okay, you might want to get talk to somebody, get help for that, because sleep is super important. We've talked about that before. So it may not be therapy you need. It may be talking to your doctor, um, but it it warrants a conversation about what is going on. So, yes, people keep mentioning something. Um, maybe they notice that you're not eating like you normally eat. And, you know, again, that might be some something very simple. It could be, oh, no, I started a diet or I started um, watching what I eat or anything. But if people keep noticing that that something is is off with your your day to day, it may be time to go and um, try and find a therapist. So that's one example. Um, if you notice that you keep making excuses for yourself for whatever the situation might be. So let's see. Drinking is is a pretty easy one to kind of point out how it's, um, you know, how you can make excuses for yourself. You know, oh, if people are noticing, wow, you're kind of, you, you know, you used to only drink like two drinks after work and now you're kind of up to seven. Well, if you're all like, well, no, it's no big deal or, you know, I'm super thirsty today or, you know, you're making excuses. For, oh, I had a really hard day at work. And so, you know, I just I needed something more to drink. Um, that's an example of what I'm talking about. Um, other excuses might be, OK, so maybe you normally go to the gym and um, you usually go in the morning every day. Again, part of your normal routine and friends or your gym mates. I don't know if that's the right word, but we're going to call it that. Um, maybe they notice that you haven't been coming every day and, and this has been going on for a little while and they check like, Hey, where you been? Oh, I've just been, you know, can't get up on time. You know, I set my alarm and I, I kind of roll over and I snooze it, you know, three times, uh, instead of being able to get right out of bed. 
well, that, that might be a good conversation to have. You know, maybe that person is feeling depressed. It's possible. Again, warrants conversation. But again, if you're making excuses for yourself as to why you're not hitting the gym every day like you used to, that might be time to go talk to somebody. See, another warning sign that you might need to go talk to somebody is work or school is suffering. So, you know, I, I have listeners who may be in college or high school and, uh, well, maybe elementary school. I don't know. Um, and if your schoolwork starts to suffer, maybe you always had A's and B's and now all of a sudden you're getting C's and D's. That's something definitely to, to look into. Parents keep that in mind too. If your child normally gets A's and B's and all of a sudden they're getting C's and D's, that, that definitely warrants a conversation. What's going on? What's changing? What has changed? Is something going on at school? And maybe, maybe not warrants going and seeing a therapist. Um, if your work is suffering, you know, again, maybe you can't concentrate. We've talked about the symptoms of depression. We've talked about the symptoms of anxiety. Um, but if your work is starting to suffer, you know, negative consequences. If you're experiencing some kind of negative consequence in your day-to-day -day because of something you are or not doing that you normally used to do or not do, um, then it may be time to go and talk to somebody. Another indicator, red flag, that you might need to go and talk to somebody is that the things that you have tried are not working anymore. So maybe, you know, and, and we all have had, um, you know, a day where you feel off. I know I have come in on a podcast day recording and be like, nope, today is not, today is not a day. I, you know, I forgot my notes. I know even before that I was like, nope, I'm tired. I didn't sleep well. We all have things like that, that occur from time to time. That's normal. But maybe I, I realized that I'm having a bad day and what I normally do to help myself feel better, whether it's like listen to music or go outside and just kind of relax in the yard or play with my dog, you know, my normal coping mechanisms, because um, that's what they are, they're coping mechanisms, my coping skills. If they're not working anymore, then it's time to go and talk to somebody and they can help you learn some new ones or try and figure out what the obstacles to your current coping skills working um, or your current coping skills not working um, and can help you kind of fine, fine tune them or tweak them a little bit so that they start working again. So, um, yeah, that, that's a big one, um, a really important one to, to keep in mind if the things that you normally do are not working anymore. And again, that could be anything, um, you know, playing with the dog doesn't make you feel better anymore or um, going and seeing your best friend doesn't help you anymore. Um, you know, maybe even just normally you know, talking to your friends helps you feel better. Well, if you go and you talk to your friends and then you're still feeling bad or you're still feeling really anxious again, then it's, it might be time to go and see somebody. And like I said, once you, realize that once you become aware that, oh, I think I have a problem going here, uh, going on here. Um, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It happens to everybody. 
the important thing is going and getting help so that you can feel better and get back to your normal routine um, of what was working for you in your day to day. So um, like I had said, previous podcasts have definitely talked about how you go about finding a therapist. Um, And that's super important once you come to the realization that, oh, I need to make a change. Um, I need to to find a better way because this is not working anymore. And so I invite you to go find the old podcasts about how to find a therapist um, because based on what is going on, you may need a specific kind of therapist. Um, If you recall there, I know I have said that there's all different kinds and they use all different kinds of treatment modalities. So let's give you an example. Say you are having a hard time sleeping for whatever reason. Um, Does that necessarily mean that you need to go see like a behaviorist or um, somebody who uses cognitive behavioral therapy? Not necessarily. What if you just need somebody who is a sleep specialist? Um, They may not necessarily be a mental health therapist. Maybe that's a doctor, like a, um, a doctor who's a sleep specialist. I don't know if I even said that correctly, but you get my idea. It may not, the answer may not necessarily be in a mental health therapist because there's other professionals out there who um, might fit, fit the, the solution better. For example, dietitian, nutritionist, if, if you're trying to eat better um, and, and in a healthy way to learn how to do that kind of stuff. So, so yes, um, go back and review the earlier podcasts. Um, remember that um, there's lots of good information in the previous podcasts and um, just keep, you know, keep, I don't know how to say keep aware, <laughs> work on your awareness. Maybe that's a good way to say it. Um, be mindful. That's a better way to say it. Being mindful because if, if you're constantly kind of checking in with yourself, then you're more likely to notice if things are wrong and ask, ask people, you know, um, it's kind of sounds a little funny to say like, Hey, do you think I'm okay? (laughs) Um, I I get that. That's a little funny. I actually, if y'all remember the movie, um, a beautiful mind and it's the story of John Nash who won, I think he won a Nobel prize for economics or something like that back in the day. Um, if my, if, my memory is serving me correctly in the movie. It's he's played by Russell Crowe. And um, in any case, they show at the end, he, he suffered from a mental illness called schizophrenia. And um, so he would actually see hallucinations and have delusions of, of things that were not really there. Um, so at the end, what I thought was really kind of fun was he actually asked a student um, if some uh, another student like do you actually see that person like he was checking in he was like do you see that person or or am i you know hallucinating that and i just thought it was a really cute way to to again check 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 himself um why not if it helped him more power to him so um yeah mindfulness checking in with your friends ask and then follow through you know go look up previous podcasts and if you need help go and find a therapist. So I want to thank you all for joining me. And I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, go to the Facebook page, Let's Talk Therapy podcast, and 
give examples or, or ideas for future podcast topics. And I hope you all have a blessed week. Thank you for joining me.